All right, everybody, welcome to episode three of the Unpaid and Underrated podcast. I am Big Joey. Um, I am, of course, joined by Jay Keith. Hello, hello. And Big Holton. All right, we have the crew together this week. Um, the first thing I want to do is I want to take a second to congratulate um, uh, Nate and his family, our producer, who you heard uh, a lot from last week. More than you normally would if you hadn't listened to episode 000. Uh, but Big Nate had a baby. So we are welcoming Big Louis David Eckberg, born August 1st at 3.21 p.m., weighing 8 pounds and 1 ounce. So that's a fantastic thing. Welcome, Big Louie. Um, welcome to the crew. Uh, I also should probably quickly mention, uh, I, it was me that posted that video of Big Matt on, on our Instagram where he um, was essentially in front of a green screen uh, threatening to ransom our podcast. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what his problem is. We've been trying to get him on. He's not answering our messages and our texts. Every time we record, he's just not even picking up. So whatever, whatever's going on in the Big Matt world, hey, man, we love you. Reach out anytime, buddy. He has a direct line to me. You know, I, you guys, I, I posted the, uh, the screenshot of the text I sent him. I don't know why he never got back to me. Well, I feel like he's just ignoring us sometimes. He could be. Yeah, right? he, he, he just left me on red. I don't know why. <sighs> Unacceptable. You know that's a big Matt thing to do. Yeah. I wonder, <laughs> right. I wonder if all the wonder if all the Matts do that or it's just him. How many Matts are there? There's like seven plus just seven Matts? I don't know. There's seven. There's at least four or five. Wow, this crew's got more Matts than a rug store. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right, guys, what are you drinking? I'm already ready. So I'm actually really excited to get into this one, guys. I've got a orange cream bubbly. I've, you know, I'm always a fan of anything orange, but the orange cream, I'm very excited to uh, see what it tastes like. And it's, uh, oh, wow, that's a good. That's that's the closest thing to like a soda, like a like a that literally tastes like an orange cream soda. That's that's so much better than the the president's choice. The well, the warm president's choice. I was going to ask you to compare the so, two because so it being, like the same this, flavor. This be an ice cold. It might kind of be apples and oranges. <laughs> Just get it, but uh, <laughs> no. This is uh, this this is a solid eight out of ten. Well, you you know the science beside behind drinking cold beverages, right? Is it just more something? I'm assuming it's something that like it's more palatable because it's satiating. I don't know. Yeah, it's, fr- no, it's freezing your taste buds, so it's actually okay. muting the taste that you get. And if you mm. don't like something warm, but you do like it cold, then the idea is that you probably don't like it at all. Interesting. But because it's freezing your taste buds, you're you're kind of tricking yourself into liking it. Big Colton, buddy, what are you drinking? Uh I just got some water in a custom. That's some that's some bougie water. Or is that a that's a like your it's, it's oh, okay. a tumbler. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I am drinking a Keats because I just worked eight days straight, came back from vacation, and just did eight shifts in a row and thought, yeah, I'm gonna have a beer. I do have an iron brew. So if you guys could remember Iron Brew, which is the Scottish soda, it tastes like bubble gum. I've got one of those in there because that's next. I've been waiting to get to that all day, um, but I do love those. All right, um, I'm going to jump into what are you wearing because I want to tell you this is the fourth shirt I have had to wear today because <laughs> I wear my work shirt and then I came home and I put on a Norse Fitness shirt and I went into the gym. 
And that, it just didn't survive the gym. We won't get into why. It just didn't survive. So then I put on another Norse fitness shirt and then gave my kid a bath and ended up covered in kid bath. And <laughs> so now I'm wearing my squats shirt. And, you know, I earned it. Right, right. I was having a bit of a stomach issue, and I said, "Buddy, just like I'm just gonna sit in the toilet for a second. He's like, "No, nah, you're not," and he just spit water on <laughs> while I was on the toilet. And I was, and I was like, "You want to be mad, but also like you earned it. You you sat there while he was in the bathtub. You kind of had it coming." Yeah, the a bathroom with a kid in it is uh, just a splash zone. Yeah, it is, and uh, so I've got my squat shirt on. And uh, what do you about you guys? What do you wearing? We are sorry, we're all a little confused right now. Yeah, who let this big foot fetish guy in? We're gonna just ignore him. <laughs> big, big Aaron jumped in. So I am again not wearing a a, uh, a themed shirt as I should be. I had a strength coach shirt on all afternoon when I got home, and I started doing the dishes, and I was putting the damn sponge up to the uh, soap dispenser, and it literally jizzed soap all over my shirt. And I took it off and rinsed it off and actually hung it up to dry, put a different shirt on, and then forgot to put the, the strength coat shirt back on. So and right, literally right until I got ready to click, uh, what are you drinking and what are you wearing? I was like, oh, shit, I'm not wearing a shirt. So, or uh, a metronomic shirt. So I failed again. Dropped the ball. Sorry, guys. What what shirt are you wearing? It's just a, a plain, like, undershirt. Just they make a, those? Uh, yeah, just a blue, unlabeled $4 Dollar General shirt. Cold, what are you wearing, buddy? I think I already saw it. I got the eight bit strong man. Oh, I'm so jealous. I should have got some of those. I'm going, um, well, you know what? We'll talk about that in a few seconds. Um, but I, I wish I had the Highland games one. I'm going to my second Highland games in a couple days. And like, I could have just had that shirt the whole time. Yeah. That one, that one's cool. So did you guys, uh, did anybody catch Tanner's, uh, most recent YouTube video that came out today? The, uh, the eggs, and uh the what 1200 calorie breakfast i have not seen it yet so basically he, he's he's been he's been eating the same uh two pieces of turkey bacon a piece of regular bacon six eggs a little bit of cheese oatmeal peanut butter and a half scoop of protein for like 10 years i'm like that's like that's a lot of food i but I actually i watched that at like four o'clock when i got home i was like oh it's about dinner time and Oop, I, I have some eggs and i have some ham so i kind of recreated it a, a little bit with the uh, eggs and ham so that was a, a nice little breakfast for dinner. Were they were they green eggs, Sam? I am. No, no, no green eggs. They were not green eggs and ham. <laughs> uh, I also have not watched the YouTube video because, like I said, I worked forever and ever today. Left a little early, and then just had to like do family things. Um, so is that like your punishment when you take a, a week off? Is they they just schedule you eight days straight? Like you don't get like a five and a day off? No, it's because I came back and then I wanted to go to the Highland Games on Saturday. Okay, okay. So I needed to make sure that I positioned my day off in that sense. And the only way to do that was to just work a massive stretch and then take t- two days off as soon as it gets as busy as hell at work and be like, well, good luck with TU guys. You so know, you probably haven't. Like a good manager does. So you might not have that much time to uh, dive right into your starting strength book yet, then, have you? No, not at all. <laughs> no. So it's it's on the bookshelf and it'll be uh no it's actually a- on it's actually on the kitchen table <laughs> because it, I haven't been so excited to read a book in 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 so long as I am with this one because I think it'll make some of the stuff I've been doing make sense. 
do, do you know what do you know what iteration that is yeah it's the third edition and uh yeah i just uh, i'm already just started the squat section already excited to learn things that i you know I, I, it's a weird thing i've always said that if you can if you can name your demon you can exercise it and that just goes back to the the exorcism movies is sometimes you just got to know what you're doing wrong and you know my squats have always been bad just based on my poor hip hinge my ankle mobility so being able to read a book doesn't matter how long you've been squatting for but having somebody look at like being able to tell you no 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 this is the thing it's it's worth it for me i wish i had read it at the beginning of working out but remember when i first started working out i was like i'll put this heavy thing up and keep going and that's all i did for like three years <laughs> so yeah it'd be nice to have some kind of direction on there uh, but speaking of calling me out on stuff <laughs> yeah that next section there you got that one coming and i I do enjoy that it's funny because we said on the one podcast that this might be a skit or there will be skits coming and then i posted the video of you knocking your drink over on the stairs <laughs> and coach carp was like he even said like told you the next level was skits or something like that and it's like nope Keith sent me that video completely innocently and i went mm, i'm getting him with that one <laughs> yeah he keeps i'm completely fine with it it's hysterical but of like course. i was so i was so confused when he said i'm stealing that and posting it and i was like wait what like i oh because we were I, I think right before that we were talking about a different video oh because it was uh because we got the video from uh the week before where uh paul floss his head was just floating in the dark and i still haven't done anything with that yet but uh I was like, wait, you already are dealing with Paul's video? And then I opened up my Instagram. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I see what he did there. Because it didn't even register. So, you know, anyone that hasn't seen it yet, I, I had my pre-workout on my stairs. I went to go pick it up, take a last little sip of it before, like, my top set. And I just fumbled it and spilled, like, you know, a shot glass for the pre-workout all over my floor. Uh, picked it up and had just a, a, a just a hair left in it and chugged that and, you know, went, up, went along with my set. And then, uh, you know playing into the whole drink safety and using a, a drink spotter. And for clarification, I do own two drink spotters. I was just, there's not one stationed near my bench press. Uh, I think the one that is stationed near my bench press holds my, uh, my, my, my chalk brush, my barbell rescue chalk brush. So, you know, which I, you know, uh, usually I drink my pre-workout right at the beginning and then it's like completely gone. And it's like, it's not an issue, but I just happened to have, like, I knew I had a little bit left and I was like, Oh, I'm going to go drink that. And fumbled the shit out of it. And can I just tell you, honestly, I made myself laugh so hard. <laughs> as soon as you sent me that video and the drink spotter idea came into my brain, I went red laughing. And my wife was like, what is so funny? And I was like, oh, this is going to be classic. And that just said, if there was only a product that you could have had to not have this happen. And it was really, it was honestly really funny. And then to have the Massonomics post say rookie mistake maybe you should listen to the backlogs oh god that yeah extra, that, that was that was great get that so, extra jab in <laughs> which kind of leads us right into the so we've been we've been pretty active so since 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 the meet joe uh like for the first few months joey had sole you know ownership of the instagram and we kind of started sharing it after, after the meet and I'll, I'll i'll get on there and throw up a a, a poll or a, a random story asking questions or something so if that's something you guys like to see just you know just just keep on being interactive with it you know as long as as long as people are responding to the polls and answering the questions we'll keep throwing that stuff up there because you guys seem to be enjoying it and uh hopefully you're liking having basically two people help kind of manage the the the, the account so 
you know, if you, if you don't like, if you don't like anything that you're seeing, it's, it's, it's something probably Joey posted. Yes. I have known to post controversial and angering things. I actually, uh, speaking of that, I just deleted Twitter. I, I threw it in the disc. I saw that. Yeah. And for me, oh, that's yeah. a big deal. Like if anybody's ever known me for the past, geez, 12 years, I was Twitter. Like I had, like I was on Twitter so much. Um, but it just became such a bad news machine, right? Like it's just a, even a, a feel bad machine, I would even call it. So yeah, I finally got rid of that. And somebody was like, well, join Reddit. And I was ah, probably not going to do that. I joined Blue Sky. That's probably worse. It's really way worse. And even TikTok, like, just don't read the comments. Uh, social media attracts such, such stupid people. So have you, have you invested that time that you were spending on Twitter into threads now? Or are you just kind of limiting social media in general? It's, it's, yeah, I'm limiting social media. Twitter was where I was um, like political. Where I would do the controversial stuff I would never do with the crew and with the, the Instagram. Because I used to be really involved in politics in my city. So I had a municipal kind of following here. And I was just, now I'm just done with it. Done with humans. Did you delete the app off your phone or did you delete your account and there's just no turning back? Both. Oh, wow. That's Deactivate, that's, that's... delete. You know what? It was just somebody said one really stupid thing to me. And I doubt he's listening to this. And it was just like, I was looking at it and I wanted to respond because you, know, you, you know, get that like you flare up and you're like, how dare you speak to me like that? And I know the guy and I just went, you know what? I'm going to take this one step further and not not respond to you. And deactivate and delete. And it was done within like 30 seconds. <laughs> I was like, there you go. I fixed my desire to engage with your flame or war or whatever you're doing. So yeah, everybody find that happy place. Get rid of the get rid of the bad news machines in your life. Colton, what are you what are you what are you on? So you're on Discord for sure. Yep. Um on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh you have I a think, Facebook because I kind of deep dove that, but you didn't, uh, you know, as not being your friend on there, I can only see like your public shit. So uh, you didn't yeah. have a whole lot on there to pull from. I'm not much of a poster on any social media. Um, I mostly get tagged by my wife and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I've, most couples are kind of like that. Or I don't know. From from what I see, there's there's the very active social media person and there's the very inactive. It's I'm sure you're going to have couples that are both the same, but, uh, you know, at least in my family, like I'm definitely the more outgoing on social media than my wife. Like she's a private account. And you like, you know, only follows like 80 people. So it's just, and she's happy with that. She's, you know, even, even within that 80 people, it's just like, Oh God, these people are annoying. But, uh, you know, <laughs> everyone has that. I think. That was really funny. Cause your drink was still blurred as you pulled it in. And I actually thought that was your wife walking behind you for a second. And then I was like, Oh, he's getting kicked out of the office. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> yeah, so if I sound any different this week, I am I'm not in the cellar. I'm trying to record in the office because I know my audio has been kind of wonky, just how echo echoey it is in the basement. And I've I tried like throwing up some yoga mats and stuff, but unless I probably spend some money and invest in some soundproofing, I don't know how much better it'll be, but we'll we'll see if this is a, a one and done upstairs because I can't really keep my wife up just for the sake of for the sake of a podcast. So we'll He's see. He's in the no wine office. Yeah, there we go. You just gotta just eat more eggs. You just saw that YouTube, right? Yeah. So just eat more eggs and hang those around the 
around the walls. Oh, the, the egg crates. I, it took me a second to. I was like, "What do you?" I got you. Egg crates. Yep. <laughs> Atta boy. Oh no, I, I've looked up like the the sound dampening things on Amazon, and like, well, I, can I just put a bunch of these up in my floor joist and like that? Because I don't want to change the the visuals of my basement. I don't want to have anything permanent. So it's like there are some hanging curtain things that are supposed to be like sound absorbent. So it's like. I don't know. We'll we'll see how this week goes, and uh, you know, get back to you. But let's. Uh, what did you guys think about last week's? Uh, well, no. so we have this segment that Joey usually introduces, but I'm just going to step on his toes and talk about it. So we're going to go ahead and uh, rate last week's episode of the podcast. It was the Mister Chris Duffin, Mister Kabuki, Mister couldn't really pull any words out of him. You know, he was just getting the one answer. It seemed like <laughs> uh, the, 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 that, that one word that one word answer. So. Colton, what did you think about Mr. Chris Duffin's episode last week and how the boys handled it? Oh, let's see. Uh, very good use of his brothers. Almost too much, but uh, you're allowed. Um, so, a lot of geography, which is always a good thing. Um, and... Yeah, I think uh, if I was going to give it a rating, I would probably say uh, 5 JD Powers. So it's a good rating. It's pretty fair. So I enjoyed it overall. Um, I actually was able to listen to a good chunk of it, I believe, on the drive home from work one day. That, was that the one I think they recorded? Maybe I'm misremembering. Was that a, was that a, or was that a, or was that a, was that like an early afternoon recording or something? I can't remember. But yeah, it was like 2.30. It was like 2.30 on a Thursday or something. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I randomly caught it and was able to listen to like the whole beginning, which was kind of cool. Uh, but overall, I wish there was there was a couple of things that I had asked Tanner to ask him because, uh, you know, he has a notorious shit bucket from his youth where he like, you know, when he was talking about living in the woods with his family and stuff that, you know, there, he was on another podcast where he mentioned having to like poop in a bucket and just like with his family. Uh, so it was just kind of run, a running gag that, you know, I ask about his kabuki shit bucket. Yeah. You know, I didn't get that content. I was really looking forward to it. But uh, other than that, they did a pretty good job with as uh, with as 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 little as he was talking. They still was able to manage to get a good two hour podcast. So we'll go ahead and give it a five JDs this week. You know what? That that's pretty fair. Both of you uh, uh, giving it five. Um, you know, you guys. Everybody likes to mock me in the Discord for not knowing anybody, and I don't know like influencers and things like that. But I will tell you, Chris Duffin is one of the ones I know. Uh, I actually love Chris Duffin. I read his book, met him at the Arnold. I've been following him for a while. Uh, just everything that guy does, it, like it just resonates with me in a certain way. Um, it also is fun that he alone is like 30% of the Massonomic sponsors. <laughs> Because I didn't know he was involved in the build fast and he's involved in barefoot. Like once Kabuki gets in, this is a 50% Chris Duffin podcast. Um, but I, I, I just, I just love the guy uh, hearing from him. He's chaotic. He's funny. I think he gets it. Like, I think he gets massonomics, um, which is always better to have that as a guest. Um, the, the, <clears throat> The, the chart, the shared chart that he brought up and the whiteboard, um, full disclosure, sounded a bit too much like a conference call at work. 
And if anybody who knows me knows that I absolutely detest conference calls at work, especially if they're supposed to be development calls, uh, because they don't develop me in any way. So it kind of heard some of that stuff in there. Because remember, I brought up Simon Sinek and all that a couple weeks ago. It's kind of what this came across as. So I'm because of that, I can only give it a five. It can only get a five Oof, Power that, Associates. That's that's harsh, man. I don't know. I don't know you how to recover. Sometimes I got to use my druthers, and I know yeah. I know Chris would say the same thing. <laughs> he would say a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you guys haven't read his book, I think it was the last book I actually got all the way through. Um, that dude has has quite the past. He wasn't lying about anything he said on the podcast about. The child trafficking ring, child trafficking ring that his mom exploited, uh, not exploited, um, uncovered, right? When when they tried to take the kids from them and everything, that's all in the book. And you read this stuff, and you're just like, "Come on, like really?" And it's all there. It's all true. Like he's he's had a wild, wild life. So I love hearing from him any chance I get. Yeah, I know he had, he had, he'd mentioned something about the sex ring. I didn't like. So, because he was as a kid, they were taken away from his parents. So, what was the like? Was there a ninety-second version of that? That yeah, that um, I can read the book. Yeah, his um. So yeah, the 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 children's something came in to take the kids away because they were living exactly as you kind of described. They were just off the grid, um, kind of just in the drug trade, off in the woods, which is wonderful. Like I, it sounds great, except for the the illegalities of it. Um, and so they, they came to take the kids and, um, his mother, uh, just, I don't know, I don't quite remember why, but she just didn't like the one cop. She was just adamantly sure that that one cop was up to no good. And he, that cop actually cycles through a couple times in the book, which I think is what led to the distrust. And it turned out, so she ended up going to a lawyer and saying like, something's up they're taking my kids and it's not for good reasons. And it turned out that that police officer was selling children from, he was taking them under the guise of for their welfare and selling them into child trafficking rings. And his mom adamantly to her own detriment fought and got the kids back afterwards. And then that cop ended up being another, he ended up showing up as a cop in another town or something like later we won't get into the politics of how that works, but it <laughs> no, is, it no. is why well, yeah, we don't do that. No politics here. I'll figure <laughs> out a way to, I'm going to reach through and mute you. Yeah. But so like, that's, but it's, it's totally amazing. And it's just like, that's the kind of stuff that Chris went through as a kid, you know, barefoot in the woods and stuff. That's why he just understood the barefoot aspect. Right. So anyway, <laughs> I've moved on to this iron brew and oh my, oh my, she's carbonated. <laughs> yeah, I think our viewers might have caught a little bit of a Joey Canadian belch there. Oh, I'm so sorry. I tried to like back away. <laughs> the microphone's too good. The microphone's too good. Well, do you want to go ahead and see if we can't get our guest on the horn? Uh, do you want to do a sponsor read or get the guest on the horn? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, I'm, I'm bad at this. I already, yep, yep. They're your shore notes. Uh, <laughs> sure, like Jersey Shore. They're your shore notes. Like you should know this. I had, I had, because I had scrolled down too far. Uh, so, Big Colton, did you want to do the honors this week and do a uh, Massonomic sponsor read? 
This episode of the Unpaid and Underrated Podcast is brought to you by Massonomics, TN. And Massonomics.com, where you can find, uh, believe it or not, a drink spider and a drink spider light. Uh, better safety should never be an accident. Uh, you can buy your own at Massonomics.com. Well, thank you, sir. Then that's, uh, they are our loyal sponsors and friends and we really appreciate all they do to help us keep us going so appreciate you guys go check them out if you haven't now, and also keith try and get a drink spotter man like you got to take you got to take care of that stuff it sounds like you need a third one i do i need a i need one that's specific to wooden stairs i actually tried to put the uh the magnetic one on to like because like on the stairs there's there's like nails and screws and shit so i was yeah. trying to like find a cluster and see if it would stick it, it would like stick but if you put a feather on it, it would fall off because it was literally there's like one nail keeping the magnet on the stairs so it didn't really work out but uh i'll figure something out all right, let's get our let's get our guest on the horn. Yeah, let's see if he's uh, still in the waiting room or if he gave up on us. No, we're gonna we're gonna kick Aaron out of the out of the Discord. And <laughs> if if only we could, <laughs> he's a good guy. <laughs> we'll bring him on in. Hey, Colton, is that you? Yep, I'm right here. Hey, buddy, you're live on the Unpaid and Underrated podcast, the podcast about crew for crew by crew, featuring crew, written by crew, and um, just a big shout out, uh, founded by crew. And I do believe that you are one of the people that were there from the beginning. So, hey, welcome yes. finally in. Welcome in yeah. to the podcast that you helped create and helped guide. Glad to be here. Uh, so first question, how do we find you? How do we know who you are? So tell us who you are on Discord and tell us who you are on Instagram. I know I asked uh, earlier during the roundtable, but like, give us the rundown on who you are so we recognize your name. Uh, Discord, I believe I am Big Colton, uh, with a K. And, uh, Instagram, KGoody66. And do you want crew to come follow you? I was, like, looking through your profile, and, like, because I, as I was trying to figure out, like, who to ask you, who asked questions about you, I was like, I only saw, you know, you had a, for being uh, a long-standing crew, you need to spread your crew wings and start following a lot more of the guys, uh, and, and the gals, that is. I think uh, once you posted that I was going to be the guest, I got a, quite a few followers. Oh, nice. Nice. Started following me. Ooh, That's the crew awesome. effect. I, back. I didn't know That's... there was a crew effect. Is that. I wonder now if we should we ask that every time. Like, oh, if there's actually a push. Yeah. I, I mean, that I try to do that for everyone. Like, I'll, I'll post their Instagram handle in the Discord like a few days before. You know, because then I'm, I, that's me trying to get people to actually ask questions and stuff. But the the secondary is helping everyone just spread like just like spread the network of like crew being friends with crew on Instagram. Like it's more fun. You know, everyone likes getting likes. So if you have an extra five or six people that are your you know massonomics adjacent to, then you know they're gonna like all your shit because most of us aren't assholes. So follow as many crew as you can. Most of us aren't assholes yeah you you I might mean, need more than eight posts though colton yeah <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true i don't even i think you're being generous with the eight i think there's like six <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not a poster <laughs> that's fine you lurk though yeah yeah one of, one of them lurkers that's all right so what brought you to what brought you to massonomics tell us about your massonomics first time experience <laughs> Um, so I was getting really into strongman started that started from YouTube and 
I want to say like some of the Eddie Hall eating challenges, if you've seen those. Um, and then I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty funny. What did he do? And like, oh, he was strong man. I remember that back from when I was uh, a kid, always watching that on ESPN. And so I was just kind of just getting started listening to podcasts and um, saw the one with Derek Poundstone. I, Poundstone, I believe, was the first one that I listened to. And then uh, kind of Harry picked some of the guests that I had heard of, which was, again, mostly just the strongman and other strongman related things. And then kind of just decided to uh, listen to the back catalog. And once I, I think once I finally got through that, I joined the crew. All right. Now you, you brought up Eddie Hall. I just watched um, a video of him res- responding to Grizzly. Cavaculus, whatever his name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I watched it on mute and you know what? I could still hear Eddie Hall's voice. And that's <laughs> wild to me that I didn't even have to hear him talking and I'm watching this video and I can hear him and his accent and everything. And I was just going like, really, of all of the famous powerlifters and lifters that I follow, you're the voice that I can hear in my head <laughs> between like you, Ronnie and Arnie. Like I can just hear you. Uh, but speaking of strongman, you just did a show. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. You just did a competition. Tell me about that. So I was in Sioux Falls or Crew Falls, <laughs> and uh, I think I looked it up. I was just randomly searching Iron Podium, where I kind of they a lot of strongman competitions are on, um, and I just like searched my area code, and there's one like ten minutes from where I was living at the time. I'm like, oh, this is in town. Might as well sign up. And I think I was the first one signed up for that show or comp competition. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a good time. It was my second one I've done. And I think the the guy putting it on is doing another one in September that I've already signed up for. Now, do you, uh, do you have a commercial gym that you train at that you're able to do strongman stuff or do you have a home gym? Uh, most strongmen uh, I know seem to all have home gyms to have that, you know, apparatuses. I do not have a home gym because currently we are renting a town home. Uh, it's a little hard to have one when you're it's not a permanent residence, but I actually work out at the same gym that uh, one of the hosts works at. Works out at. Okay, that's that's cool. Have you uh, that, that kind of leads into something? So have you have you actually ran into Tommy at all out there, or any of the other crew? Like- uh, I've ran into Tommy once, uh, and he he just kind of kind of in passing. I think he had to get out of there right around the time right when I was getting there. So uh, gotcha. Chatted for a bit. Also, was happened to be the one day that I didn't wear a Masonomics shirt. <laughs> ah, he did mention that. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know if you if you've heard last week's episode. We were talking basically about how many so many guys live in you know in Crew Falls. Um, I'd be kind of excited if I were you guys because how big is Sioux Falls as far as like 
I know the last week's episode was talking about, you know, or uh, Paul Paul was talking about how it's pretty, there's an east side and a west side or something. So is it kind of, is it like a half hour to get from one side to the next or is it not that big or? Um, from about, from where we're at, where we're at, um, it's about 15, 20 minutes to get to most places. Okay. So 20, 25 minutes you can get anywhere. Yeah. Back to what Paul said. Uh, I think he's on the west side of the city. I'm on the east side. Um, don't really get over to the west side much, but. Gotcha. Yeah. You guys got to do something about getting all of you guys together. Like, I think there's like, there's like six or seven of you. You like, just get like, you know, even if it's quarterly, just like figure out a way to like all train at the same time, like one Saturday every few months. Like, I think that'd be awesome. Uh, like, like I would, that's the fact that you're like, you're that close. Like you're within a half hour of a half dozen people that like, that get it, that all lift, you know, it's just like, you know, the, the pseudo massonomics gym. I think that would be awesome. So I think yeah, you guys, you know, hopefully this motivates some of you guys and, I think uh, we'll have basically three weeks in a row. We're going to have a crew fall guest on uh, with, with next week's guest. So I'm just going to keep churning this into you guys and hopefully, you know, it happens. Now I, I have a brief question and I might, I might ask this next week as well, but I want to hear your take on this. Now we're separated by the East and the West, right? By some interstate in the middle. Yeah. Why does that matter? So in the town that in the city I live in, I'll tell you, <laughs> um, we have an escarpment that runs through. It's it, it, it. We're in what's called the green belt, and the escarpment is like a small mountain where the plateau kind of lifts up. And our city is, for some reason, separated by downtown and up the mountain. We call it, but like ultimately, there's no difference, right? Economic disparity mm-hmm. exists on both sides. The the side closer to the the water has to deal with some of the factories, but like. For some reason, just in your head growing up here, the up the mountain crew and the down the mountain crew, like we're just not, we're so separate. So what is it and why? Like, what's the difference between the East and West side? Like, is there better restaurants on the one side or like more public washrooms on the other side? Like what's, or is it just like I'm saying where it's just like in your head, I grew up here, therefore we are separated. I think for the most part, it's kind of in your head i've actually only lived in sioux falls for like two and a half years now okay so i'm not from sioux falls okay i'm one of i actually am one of the the many from iowa that now doesn't live in iowa did you uh where where did you get my show notes from? You're you're answering all our questions preemptively. Oh. No, I, no, no, that's Sorry. funny. That, that was something. Uh, I want to say it was Big Jeff had mentioned that you're that he knew you were from Iowa and that there was a, a high number of crew with Iowa ties. So that was just something yeah. we did want to we did want to hit on. So are we that close to getting Slipknot on the podcast? Or so Slipknot's from Iowa, Keith. Slipknot's from Iowa. I I gathered. I I do have a little slip. They have a they have an album called I you know what? They have a, they have like a fifteen minute song called Iowa. Yeah, and half of that song is um like not half, probably all of it is all improvised. And it's just him yelling a lot. I guess he hates Iowa, which yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Nobody likes where they grew up, right? Uh so, Big Colton, you uh studied uh biochemistry in college and now you're working for a medical research company. Is that uh you're doing what you went to school for and you're, you know, is that, is that, is that why you moved from Iowa as well? 
Um, no, it's not why I moved, but it's um, really good coincidence, I guess. Um, <laughs> I moved to Iowa because my now wife, fiance at the time, uh, just got a job at um, uh, a hospital in Sioux Falls. She wanted she wanted to to. We're both from really small towns, and she wanted to actually use her nursing degree and more than just a tiny hospital. So get her nursing, use her nursing. <laughs> and uh, which which hospital branch is she at? Because we had some controversy last week between there was the good side and the, there was the there were the boys the the boys yeah. in blue and the boys in green. I think it was San Sanford and what was the other one? Uh, Vera. She she worked for Sanford. No, here we go. <laughs> maybe it's maybe maybe it's this is okay. So here's follow up: is Sanford and Avera is one West Side and one East Side? No, they're both all over. Okay, and which one do you work for? I don't work for either of them. I work in the building that Sanford owns. Oh, okay. Uh, so San Sanford adjacent then. Essence. Sanford Essence. I like that. <laughs> nice. All right, let's talk some astronomic stuff. You know what? Actually, forget that stuff. I want to talk about something. Uh, just tell us about Jack. So Jack is my one-year-old son. Um, see, what do you want to know? I'm just, uh, <laughs> How are you finding fatherhood? Oh, it's great. It's, uh, he's just now kind of recently started sleeping through the night which is so great <laughs> that's the best when they suddenly start doing that yep yeah all right you guys thinking you're gonna have a have another one in the future or is this a one and done uh i think the plan is to have more in the future nice yeah we did ours uh two years apart it seemed like the smart thing to do and then one yeah two years is about think now is does jack take after you and do you guys do you do uh does anyone in the family call him jackie as as people call you colty <laughs> um no <laughs> really only my wife called me that <laughs> um yeah yeah she uh that was that was, that was this the zinger i was waiting to get at yeah uh so his He's actually named after my grandpa. Uh, and my grandpa's name is actually Jackie. It goes by Jack. Um, but uh, we, his name is just Jack, not Jackson, not anything. We'll sometimes call him Jackery because that's kind of funny. That's a good one, actually. Yep. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty silly goose. I like that. Okay. Now let's talk some astronomic stuff. So you've been in the crew for about two two years or so? Uh, I think I've been in the crew for about a year. Okay. So did you receive the... Do you have a card? I do not have a card. Okay. All right. That that makes the timeline for me. That's fair. So you got the patch, though? I got the patch, yep. Got it on some Velcro and have it on my gym bag right now. And I can Oh, nice. Take it off and put it on my soft belt for strongman. Very, <laughs> nice. Very smart. More to come about that later. So, pop question: pop or soda? So, okay. 
I, I, I got that on your uh, in, on, on your Facebook, uh, trying to pull some uh, more more dirt and data about <laughs> you. So, how many Massonomic shirts do you think you have, and what's your favorite one? Oh, let's see. I probably have six or seven. Um, I really like the eight bit strongman. Uh, I like the squats and the varsity script. Yes, those are all good. I wish I had gotten the varsity one. That's that's the maroon one, right? Yeah, with the north, uh, western, northeast South Dakota on the back. Yeah, yeah. I always, I don't know, like there's so many drops that like when you, they first come out and you're like, you know, I got a lot of shirts already. Do I want to spend thirty five dollars today? Like, man, maybe. And then it's like six months later, you're like, man, that shirt does look really good. And you go to get it, and there's like there's like one extra small left, and you're like, fuck. It's like yeah. I guess I'm not getting that shirt. So I've kind of learned to like, if there's any inkling of like, yep, that's kind of cool. I just, you know, I try to get it right off the bat. But uh, I also live by, I think it was, uh, I was listening to one of Tom Callis' podcasts the other day. And he essentially, he was talking about how like, it was just his way of summing up life decisions. Uh, the uh, An easy way for him to do it was, it's either fuck yes, or it's a no. And it was just simple as that. If, if your answer to your question isn't fuck yes, then it's no. So, you know, there's that, there's that caveat too. So things that might not be that hardcore yes end up being that hardcore yeses at the end. But, uh, you know, you don't always know right off the bat. But uh, how would you describe Massonomics to and crew in general, to your family and friends? Uh, do you, or like, you know, I'm sure that's come up before. It's like, what are all these uh, shirts you have, Colty? And then you just have to. For the most part, it's uh, the podcast that I listen to. Um and most people kind of figure it out from there. Um, it's, I don't know. I have a hard time kind of explaining things to people. So like what I do for a job, it's. And other than uh, just medical research, is that as, as deep as, is that, does that sum up what you actually do or is there uh, anything specific? Are you, are you in like a certain field? Yeah. So I'm uh biotherapeutic. Um, so what? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, for for the most part, what uh, the company I work for does is make antibodies um, from cow plasma hmm. um, that the cows have been uh, genetically engineered to have a human immune system. So they make human antibodies. Um, because cows can produce have a lot more blood than humans, mm-hmm. and then we take the the plasma from the cows and we purify it into antibodies for research purposes or stuff that's actually getting used, like in the medical field. Um, had a couple clinical trials go on, so it's actually being used. Oh, sweet! And it's just that it's uh, a easier way to get blood with those antibodies in it or is there like is there a plethora of reasons why it's better or something they're trying to figure out um so the reason for the cows is they just have a whole lot more blood but i meant like the uh the artificial antibodies is that that's that's the whole gist is you're trying to so we're we don't we're not like we don't can't prevent any of the diseases that we do think for it's just uh uh, a therapeutic that helps people with kind of um, compromised immune systems helps them get over it faster. Like it jumpstarts their the immune response. 
Gotcha. Very interesting. It sounds to me like they just need more vassal blitz. Definitely. Definitely more vassal blitz. <laughs> right? Like if they need if humans need more blood, just take more vassal blitz. That's what it does. That was <laughs> that 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 provided some solid gold memes. Uh there were several that were, you know, alluding to the, you know, to the boners and all that. It was pretty freaking classic. Well, I I primarily take nitric oxide. I don't take any. Um, I take stim free pre workout, so I take nitric oxide for the most part. It's called pump, right? Because I guess the idea is it thins your blood and gets you a little more pumped up and and all that kind of stuff. So just listening to him cough, I was just dying because, like, yeah. Yeah, most of that's true. I will tell you, most of that's true. Remember on episode, I think it was like one or two when you talked about uh, the the squats raise your arousal. Uh, I think it was you that brought that up, and it's like no, but squats and vassal blitz might. <laughs> <laughs> so, being from Iowa, um, assuming you're a big football fan, who is your favorite Iowa Jayhawk football player? Uh, Hawkeye, not Jayhawk. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. Potato, potato. Oh, that is a tough question. Uh, well, you can go Mount Rushmore if you want. No, I think I, I think, uh, if I had to pick because I've met him, uh, Dallas Clark. Oh, that's cool. He was the, uh, he was a Colts tight end, wasn't he? Colts when Peyton Manning was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his, like, you know, his heyday in the NFL was like, you know, being like the third receiving option on like one of the better offenses of the decade. Yeah. Close behind is George Kittle. Another tight end. <laughs> so there's this, so, so is it tight end you there then basically? It, so that's, that's it is tight end you. Nice. And you still follow them pretty regularly, even though you're in Sioux Falls now? Yeah. Nice. It's so much easier to be a sports fan now and like be like not in the vicinity because, you know, no one's watching cable games anymore. You're either paying to get stuff cast or you're there's, there's bootleg streams and there's audio streams. Like you can, you, you can consume like any college game pretty much anywhere in the world. It's just a matter of how much you want to pay or how shitty you want the video quality to be. Yeah. Sioux Falls is still close enough to Iowa that you can find a, at least on the radio station, you can find a game. Nice. Now the radio stations works, uh, like the, the radio towers still work up there with all the mosquitoes. Or is that just an Aberdeen thing? It's not necessarily a Sioux Falls thing. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot less mosquitoes here than where in my hometown. So we we uh, we did miss you at Aberdeen, though. Is there? Uh, assuming some some biochemistry and baby stuff came up, you couldn't make it down to the meet to hang out with us all. Biochemistry emergency. <laughs> no, my my wife was in a, a wedding that weekend, so gotcha. So were there were you planning to come if you if that wasn't coming if that wasn't a thing? Um I don't know. Uh it probably not. We would have been on a I think if we didn't have the wedding, we would have been on a family vacation. Gotcha. So just a busy, busy time of the year for a lot of people. So so with that being said, hopefully the host, you know. Let us know about nine months in advance. I, I know, uh, I think, I think, you know, what I think Tommy was saying, how like he, he thought they let us know in like November. And I'm pretty confident it was like the middle of January when they actually said it. Cause I was like, okay, do I have time to like do this, like find, like figure it out financially this year? So 
ideally if we can know by like october november at the latest so then we can <laughs> plan out financially for something <laughs> we can all do you know what well, you, you got he has to give it 10 months so you have that month to plan that you're not going to have a baby yeah oh that's actually smart yeah so the next crew gift is going to be crew chastity belts and for from the 10th to the 8th month before the next meet we're all just going to have to wear those to make sure you know that we can all make it to the next meet i think that's <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really good because i think uh big former guest and host big kevin yeah like he he was said he was one of the first ones to sign up if not the first one to sign up and then found out his wife was pregnant a couple months later and had to you know you know waited waited a few months too long to pull out of the meet you know yeah yep. <laughs> yeah you pulled but, uh, out the wrong thing kevin yeah yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see you next year buddy maybe Just... pulled out the wrong event <laughs> uh, we're horrible uh so earlier you had mentioned watching strongman on espn so i'm guessing that puts you about submasters age because i don't like it seems like everyone my age ish always watch strongman so how how old are you roughly if you don't mind i'll be shocked if you're over 25 i will be 30 in september look at you you moisturize no <laughs> <laughs> really bad about that <laughs> ah you look young to me but again once i hit 30 Everybody under the age of 30 started just looking like teenagers. That's just like a thing where you just kind of, you're just like, no, nope, yeah, you're, you're, you're too, you're young. Yeah. So how do your, how do your two dogs like the uh, townhouse? Are they anxiously waiting for you to buy a house and, you know, give, give, give them a yard? Oh yeah. A fenced in yard. Are you, you're not fenced in where you are? Oh, those poor dogs. Yeah. Uh, one of them pretty well off leaf trained so we let her our german wire hair we let her out and she's fine it's our mini golden doodle that would run away didn't we have golden doodle talk last time no that was gold oh, that? gold door oh yeah yeah wow, that's a... a mini golden doodle Ugh. so a golden retriever and a poodle but no. somehow smaller yeah mini like mini oh. mi Mini action Jesus. What makes them mini? They're small. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> I meant genetically biochemist. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you'd have to go to school for eight years to figure that one out. They're small. I I don't know. I think they're just they take the smaller ones and keep breeding them together to make them. Oh, so they're they're like tea, they you grew them in teacups type of thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Nice crystal cool. crack. We have exhausted all of our culty questions, buddy. So I think we're going to have to move into a silly question. Let's do it. I think I, let's do the silly question. Um, I have two. Oh. Okay. Ooh. And I'm going to pick from them because one of them will be. Uh, eh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to go with the one that I think might get the funnier answer. Um. Which Sesame Street monster would make the best roommate for you, and why? I will allow you to include Muppets. I had a, I haven't watched. I think I've watched like an hour of that show in my entire life. So. Well, that's because Colty is a, is a parent, so I thought maybe that's true. at some point Sesame Street came up. We have yet to introduce him to Sesame Street. Um. 
as a roommate. Heath is vigorously spreadsheeting <laughs> Sesame Street right now. <laughs> I see the red coming up. He's looking at Elmo right now. <laughs> and the goal is to, you said the which one you'd want to be roommates with or which one would make the best roommate? Yeah. Like one, which one would make your best roommate? Obviously, it's not going to be Bert. Yeah, my, Bert or Ernie, because they're terrible roommates to each other. So would, would would Cookie Monster be? Is Cookie like Cookie Monster would suck because he would, actually Cookie Monster might be good because he would eat all the food. So you wouldn't because I, I struggle with like if there's food in the house I'm gonna eat it. So if I have a roommate, that means like my life. You know, means I'm not living with my wife and there's some bad shit going on in my life. So I'll be pretty uh, down in the depths. So I don't I don't want an apartment full of junk food. So if Cookie Monster's there, he's gonna eat it all. And mm-hmm. then I'll just have to have my own food and keep it segregated, but there won't be just a bunch of junk food because that fat ass is going to just eat it all. So, yeah, for me, Cookie Monster would be the best because he would uh, keep me on my toes and eliminate some of the binge eating of the cookies. Now, it's also fair worth noting that Cookie Monster and Jonger also have a food truck in which they make very healthy food at people's requests. So that might be a very good, a very good call on that one. Colty, do you any remembrance of the Muppets or Sesame Street there? Oh, looking up some characters. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, you, and you know we all watched it as a kid, right? And so, like... Yeah, va- yeah I have vague memories of it, for sure. I was such a Muppets fan, and I'm going to just talk to give Colty some time. Uh, I was such a big Muppets fan growing up and then into my older age that, like, I kind of have all this stuff at the forefront. I'm still a Muppets fan to this day. I will watch everything they do. Because their comedy is so absurd when it's when it's done properly that it's just silly goose times, right? Dracula there was a count was a yeah, Count Dracula wouldn't be so bad if you actually could turn your if your if your goal was to be a vampire. Well he was he wasn't Count Dracula, he was the Count. The Counts. Okay. The oh, because they, they never actually said Dracula. It was all like they made it like a it was like just a, a play on math, wasn't it? Because he actually fought mm-hmm. the other okay, so but the he was still a vampire one way or any way you cut it he was a vampire so if you wanted to live forever you know wouldn't be a a bad choice for a roommate so i was originally thinking cookie monster but then i realized that my uh crumble cookie budget might get thrown out the window with that (laughs) (laughs) um and i don't really remember too many other people but elmo uh and i don't really want elmo like being tickled. Elmo would annoy me. Uh, how does Grover sound? Chaotic. Like, I feel like Grover would destroy your house. Well, then let's not go through. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I guess. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with Cookie Monster just because he'd keep the cookies out of the house. All right. Uh, my answer is Tanner. Tanner is my favorite Sesame Street monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've been sitting on that all day. So there, there's, because I, I was like, is there, is there a Tanner? I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, Tanner's like, just so nice and, and helpful and cuddly. So I would go probably with Big Bird. Because uh, I think Big Bird, I think is the oldest, and would just make the more sense that go in your own room. We'd stay apart, but still like maintain the bills and stuff like that. So I think I'd go with Big Bird. I mean, birds are good with bills. 
Oh, some bird. I don't think he's a duck. <laughs> Platypuses, they have bills, don't they? It's a, they do, actually. They do. They're called yeah, the duck billed yeah. platypus. A little callback for the, the listeners. That was a good hearkening. Yes. That was a good hearkening. <laughs> right. Uh, you want to go into overrated, underrated? That is a game we have. Are you familiar with the Big Cold? I think I have heard of it. Well, you know that we have a, a pile of hand-selected Big Colty uh, subjects. Um, we have a number of them. We're going to kind of pick through the ones that we think are going to really throw you for a loop. Uh, but ultimately, you do have to pick if they are overrated or underrated. You have whatever druthers you need. Um, try not to pull up a spreadsheet and share your screen with us. But if that's what it comes down to, that's what it comes down to. Uh, Keith, as usual, I would like you to take the first couple. Yeah, I've got, I'll try to pick three of my four or five out of here that I really want to get to. So, Mr. Big Colton, how about a little overrated or underrated on soft belts? And for the listener, we're talking about, we're talking about like a, a softer weightlifting belt, so more of like your strongman hybrid uh, lifting belt. So not like a hard traditional powerlifting belt. Not the breath belt. Yeah, hopefully not the breath belt. <laughs> so what do you think about the soft belts and how you implement them? And if you think they're overrated or underrated? I'm, I'm going to say underrated because uh, at least the one I have, you can uh, have some pretty strong Velcro that you can adjust the tightness. You can have it on pretty much your whole workout. And uh, for bigger lifts that you would normally need it, you can uh, tighten it up how you would a normal belt. You can add another like you can add a regular belt to it as well to really feel supported anyway and also the one i have has velcro and now my crew patch has velcro <laughs> and, uh, smart put that up so do you ex- do you exclusively do you exclusively lo- use soft belts or do you have a soft belt that you use in conjunction with a typical powerlifting belt or uh, I have a Pioneer belt uh, that I use uh, for when I was training for my last strong or strongman one uh, during my on uh, Juggernaut. Uh, for all of the hypertrophy blocks, I just use my Pioneer belt. Um, and then, kind of starting at strength blocks, I. Uh, implemented the soft belt because that's what I, I knew I was going to have that on during the competition. So my strength and peaking, I uh, did the soft belt and and also the normal belt. So a little a, l- a little bit of both, but you are a advocate for the softer belt. So yeah. good to know. Can't can't use it for deadlift. Can't really get a good breath in for with deadlift. Just. Like it doesn't, it's not tight enough or it's too restrictive because it's taller. It's like more like a seven or eight inch belt, isn't it? So it's. Yeah, it's, at least for me, I can't really, I think it's just a little too restrictive on um, okay. where it's placed. Uh, can't, I can't get a good breath in. Interesting. That's it. So, so definitely not the breath belt then. No, definitely not <laughs> the breath belt. <laughs> All right. So we'll go ahead and mark you down thinking that soft belts are underrated. All right. My next one. Now, this one, I'm really anxious to hear a whole story about. So please elaborate as much as you can. Oh, no, no. So we have got 
for Big Colton. This is uh, one of your, 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 your wife gave us a, uh, some, some good info, and this would be it here. So gas station tire pumps. <laughs> uh, underrated if you need one, overrated otherwise. Uh, <laughs> so why is this on the list? <laughs> uh, when we were dating, uh, and so my wife was still in school, we took a trip to Sioux Falls to look at the, uh, at Falls Park, all of the Christmas lights that they have every year. And on our way back, I, um, I, I think I clipped the curb just a little bit and I had already had a slow leak in my tire. Uh, and so my tire pressure dropped way down and I was, uh, looking to, uh, get it fixed. And the, I think I drove to three gas stations to find a working, uh, air compressor pump, uh, and finally on the one I did, I, it was working and I plugged or I went to go pump my tire up and it, like I didn't get anything from it. And turns out you have to hit a button to actually turn it on. So <laughs> when you need them, they're great. Uh, if you don't need them, then yeah. So, uh, maybe I'll, I will probably stay underrated on that. So the story we heard though is that uh you just kept releasing more air. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you flattened it even more. That's great. That's good stuff. I you know what and when we're when we're done overrated underrated, I'll share something where I felt kind of silly as well. So just to make you kind of feel um <laughs> like you're not out of place on making silly silly decisions like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my third and final overrated underrated for you big Colty is Let's go with blacksmithing. Overrated or underrated? Blacksmithing. Underrated. It's crazy taking just a regular block of metal and making something out of it um, with just a hammer. And feel free to take, like, you know, take a couple minutes and explain your blacksmithing uh, history here. Uh, so, uh, to harken back to a previous episode from the book Brisinger in the Inheritance Cycle, um, there's a couple chapters on him forging his sword. Uh, and I was always kind of loved that chapter. Um, and uh, let's see, it was quite a few years ago now, but uh, I was. I think I was on Facebook and saw some blacksmithing videos of him making like a knife out of a wrench or something like that. And it piqued my interest. So I kind of like started searching for some stuff on that. And uh, eventually I bought a forge, uh, a propane forge and a hammer. And my, uh, grew, I grew up on a farm, so we had an anvil. So I grabbed that and cleaned out an old barn that we had and turned it into a, a smithy and uh, made a few things with that. Not nothing really good, but I still still made some things from just uh, some blocks of metal. 
I actually uh, mentioned I'm going to the uh, Scottish Festival in two days. Uh, last year, I bought this. So they have a blacksmithing event there where you can just go up and they make things on the spot. And this is a uh, ram's horn with an iron blade on it. Um, but I got that and I got my wife um, a cape thing, a shawl clip. And it is so fun to watch blacksmithing. It is so cool. The guys were so amazing and like making custom stuff like all day. That's that's really neat, man. Why'd you give it up? Just space. Space. Uh, moved to Sioux Falls. Was to Sioux Falls, like against blacksmithing. Like you went there and they were like, "Hey, if you're moving here, no blacksmithing, sir." His HOA and his townhouse might be though. <laughs> HOA. <laughs> yeah, they, they might not love yes, that in the it, townhouse. It, it says here no blacksmithing in case that ever comes up. Uh-huh. And Coldy's like, "Aw." <laughs> now, did, did did do you still have your stuff at like your family's like homestead or anything in Iowa, or did you end up? My parents' house is still there. Okay, so it's something you might be able to dabble back into once you guys set down some bigger roots and you know yeah. get a get a little land and all that jazz. That's cool. Yeah, get a outdoor space that I want. Um, disturb too many neighbors. <laughs> it's not quiet. Or disturb them. Disturb them because you're making swords. Who's going to say anything? That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Karen. Call the cops. All right. So this one comes from one of the hosts. Uh, overrated or underrated? Falls Park. Um. Let's see. Kind of like the only touristy place in Sioux Falls, like that people would go to just watch. There's there's other places you would go when you're traveling here, but sites wise, it's about the only touristy place. Uh, it's really cool in the winter time with all of the Christmas lights up. Um, but honestly, I might say that it's overrated. Oh, controversial. Why why is it overrated? Uh it's the kind of a river with some like fall like small waterfalls. Are we talking like a like 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 a two foot drop or like a six foot drop or like what's like uh, the biggest yeah, fall? Like six to ten feet, I think. Okay. Um a shower. It's still it's still really cool to go see. Uh but I think it's kind of the whole, if you take the general opinion of it, I think it's all right. So, like, if you've, if you've ever seen a park before, you've seen this park. Like, you're not going to travel from another state to go check out Falls Park. No, but if you're in Sioux Falls, you, you can check it out. That, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's not somewhere where you are going to go just to go see Falls Park. Yeah, I'm not going to drive six hours to go see Falls Park. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, the next one comes from um, our ever-present, non-present host, Big Jen. Uh, overrated or underrated? Butter braids. Ooh, underrated. What's a butter braid? I think I have an idea of what it is. So it is a pastry um, that is filled with a. It has a, a filling in it. Um, my favorite's the apple one, but there's like strawberry cream cheese. Um, but it's the, the top of it is, uh, like three pieces of pastry that's braided. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the I think the reason she put that is because they are actually made in the town that I went to high school in. And the only way that you can get them is through school fundraisers. That's so cool. How does she know this? She's she's. I I think I put it on the Discord a while ago. And, and she remembered, or just like yeah. I, I think she pieced it together because it was an Iowa thing, and she I'd have to like go back and read what she had sent. But uh, yeah, it was something something she pieced together from context clues. Let's just assume Jen is scary. Let's just yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Like Jen's coming for you. All right. Um, yeah. If you if you've ever seen the show How It's Made. Uh, there is an episode of how it's made on Butterbrate. Cool. I used to love that show. Just watching machines at work is so much fun. Yeah. Okay. Overrated or underrated? Slipknot. Ooh. Um, granted, I don't really listen to rock music. Uh, I listen to country music mostly. <laughs> Oh, hearing Slipknot called rock music is right, well, right in the dad it's feels. Not, <laughs> it's not country music. Let's just go with that. Uh, I do like a few of their songs. Uh, I think Snuff is probably my favorite. That's actually one of my favorites, and I enjoy heavy music. Oh, and and they're from Iowa, so got to take that into account. Um, let's see. Uh, who's the lead singer? Is it Corey? Taylor. Corey Taylor. Yep. Okay. Um, I think I'd probably say underrated just because I mean, my perception of it is I don't really know too much about them. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I'm just going to go underrated. From Iowa. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call it there and say I think you passed overrated and underrated. But I have an audible I want to throw in because of course you do strongman. I'm kind of slowly getting into strongman. I'm Canadian. You know where this is going. Yeah. Overrated or underrated, Moose, Mitch Hooper. I mean, it'd be hard to say that he's because he's the top. Like he is the world's strongest man, and he's the Arnold's strongest. Man. And he's and he won the Arnold, and he's been like, and he won Australia. He plays first in Australia's Titans or whatever they're called. Pretty much everything he's been in for the past year that, and he's only been in strongman for like a year, two years, two years. <laughs> uh, I, it'd be hard to say that he can. The per, general perception is he's the best, so yeah. he can't really be overrated. Oh no, he can't be underrated. He can't be underrated. Oh look at look! Oh, Keith, Keith has an opinion on that. Well, to, uh, so my thing: can you be the best of something if you've been in the sport for eighteen months? I mean, yes, you might currently be the sport, but until you've, I, I, I give a little more credit to longevity. Give him, give him four years, like being, like let him, like finish top one to three in the next four years, and yeah, he's oh, but he, he can't even like he's not even in the top ten all time right now. So it's like, so who's, but who's ever done that? Just one every. I mean, 
like yeah i have four years of podiums like no that person's dead like you can't keep doing that your whole life unless you're brian shaw unless you're brian shaw on like brian <laughs> shaw's a freak and big z and pujanatsky <laughs> that's what i'm getting at i was like we just named like five guys that are better than him so it's like that's i'm not saying that are they better than him though are they because well, i mean currently because they're all 50 years old but yeah mm-hmm. well that's not well, exactly that's not exactly how strongman works he's not going up against these guys in their prime he's anyway uh, so i guess currently based on that he is has been basically the number one strongman in the last two years uh he would be overrated but from what keith has said you know about uh you know just longevity and overall uh probably underrated he's really good he's really and good. i kind of i kind of excited to see where he goes in the future yeah. i think we all are it's nice to have like a a face of the sport in general it's like you know, a lot of the the older guys are pretty much, you know, barely barely in the top five anymore, it seems like. So it's being able to, if someone can actually, like, you know, lead the sport to higher levels by just dominating it against, like, good competition, that'd be kind of cool to see. But it's hard, man. It's hard for the guys to, to stay injury-free for more than a couple of years at a time. It seems like everyone, like, looks like they're going to be the next god in the sport, and then they blow out a tricep or blow out a knee or something, and then yep. it's like a, a, it's a two-year recovery, and they're just like, you know barely competitive in that time uh, even at so. the at the arnold the polish sensation the big dude there the guy with the the wingspan oh, yeah. the size of a yeah. hawk i just i watched him injure himself yeah and, and, I, and that uh, cost he just him pulled out of the, he just pulled out of the shot classic yeah he he's he's going hard right and um i think my only worry about mitchell hooper is that he's going to do it for a year be the top and back off I think that I think that that if that happens, you'll probably see my opinion change. But right now, he's he's he seems unbeatable, right? He got beat a little bit at the stones at the at the last one he did because he's coming now up to the Shaw, right? Yeah, right. So he did last year. He I think he he didn't even podium. I think the highest he did was fourth, and then this year he did first. He did first place at Arnold, first place at World's Strongest, first place at the Australian, and Giants Live, he was third, right? That's right, yeah. Second or third. And then the Shaw is the last one, and he said he's going to do all of them this year. And the the Rogue Invitational. I forgot about Rogue. I forgot about Rogue. But I mean, is Shaw better than Rogue? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Who you ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that the Shaw's probably... I mean, they're both about the same. They've been around for, for the same amount of time. Yeah, they're both really new in the overall sport of strongman. Um, okay, so is it John Wick was a better movie because it was made by stuntmen? So is Nishal better because it was made by a strongman? Like that would be the argument there. Yeah. That yeah, nobody's nobody's throwing rocks six feet up on a stage and trying to call it a, <laughs> call it a, a spectacle. <laughs> They're just like better than a car. That event's got so much hate. I love it. Oh, it's literally an inch further than the last person. Nobody up here can tell that. We don't care. Like we have, we have <laughs> no perspective of how far that rock flew in this stage. 
I didn't even watch that. Actually, I left for that. That's actually the funny thing. Um, we watched we watched the deadlifts, and then I was like, "So I'm gonna go hang out at the Strength Co." And then I came back for the oak. <laughs> or the, no, I came back for the the ramp at the Arnold because I was like, "I'm just like they're doing what? They're throwing rocks." Yeah, I'm. I'm not watching them throw rocks. And I went and hung out at the Strength Co during the the deadlift party. All right, so I just wanted to. That was my last one. It got some good conversation. Don't look at me like that. It did. It would, it would, no, no. We we need a little spark. I like that. It was nice to get something we can all chat about. Well, then maybe the next one. I think it's time where Colty can ask us some questions. I'm calling you Colty this entire time <laughs> and probably going forward forever. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, I said I would tell you about one time where I did something silly like your gas station thing. Um. And this is a, a story we tell a lot between me and one of my best friends. Um, we were at the pub, which is where all of the fun stuff started. It was back in my early 20s. Uh, and the table we were sitting at, the candle had gone out. And the table beside us still had a lit candle. So I probably spent a good three minutes trying to remove the burnt out candle from the candle holder but it was stuck because of all the wax. And I was getting increasingly frustrated, obviously, right? Like, I can't get it out. And then looking over at the other one, and I was like, but that's hot. How am I going to get that one out of the candle holder? This is three minutes of my life I spent doing this until I suddenly went, ah, you can just switch the candle holders with the candles in them. <laughs> Whatever you're going with that, I was like, it, it can't be that. It's like the obvious answer can't be the joke. Like, oh, well, that yeah. is a joke. Like, yeah, I, love I could. I honestly just went. I was like, come on. I was like, and are they screwed I, to the table or something? I was like, no, no not at all. It was just that <laughs> stupid. That's and great. my and uh, my friend tells the story where he goes, the worst part about that is not only were you stupid, I sat there watching you like it was a natural thing to do, <laughs> and not one of us clued in that entire time. So don't ever feel bad. About those momentary lapses of judgment, <laughs> Colton, because like we've all been there. <laughs> it was a good like. I can't get this out of there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, do you have questions for us today? I do. Uh, uh, for both of you, so kind of to bring back one of my favorite segments from the other podcast, Tanner uh, explains the Midwest. Since both of you guys have now been to. Ohio, which some consider the Midwest, and Aberdeen, which is in South Dakota, so part of the Midwest. Uh, you've been on both sides of it, so I'm expecting, I have high hopes for all of these. I think I have one, two, three, four, I think I have four, maybe five. Um, so I'm going to give you a, a word or phrase that's common in the midwest and i'm gonna see if you guys can uh, explain it to me with not being from around here all right so the first one is oak oh just going right past you oh let me squeeze on past you oh sorry oh i got the buzzer <laughs> yeah is this a buzzer type thing where i got a buzz in before keith keith did you know that one I didn't even. I I was. I thought he like. I thought. I thought there was like a blip in the in the audio. I was like, oh no, that that was the nope. word. I no, never that's heard a, that word. Oh, just gonna just gonna squeeze right past you. That's usually com that's usually combined with this face. Yep. Or this or or this one. 
<laughs> and the tight lip. Sorry, people can't see us here. We got to eventually do these on YouTube with the tight. Let's see. So the next one is a Midwest goodbye. Oh, that that was uh, that's what that's what I did, right? Where it take 40, 45 minutes to say goodbye to everybody. Yeah, the uh, the opposite of the Irish goodbye. I am a the, that specific night. I was the killer at that. Uh, you know, I I say goodbye to everyone for forty five minutes at least. So I don't know. I, I don't know how common that is. Uh, I mean, it's got to be common. It's called the Midwest goodbye. It's got a name, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's but uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I don't know how common it was in Aberdeen, but I definitely uh, you you utilized it. Yeah, I. Uh... So this is what I have written down: an extended goodbye, usually initiated with a slap of, on the knees and an exclamation of "Welp," followed by "I suppose so," <laughs> and then it just uh, keeps going on forever. Nice. Uh, t- today, today at work, actually, it was a funny thing because um, I I was in early, so it was about like I think my mouse stopped working on my screen, and I just did one of those. Like you look up at the sky and go, I think it's about time I head out of here. Mm-hmm. And my one coworker was like, buddy, the wind shifts the wrong way. And that's the first thing you do. You just do the, ah, I think it's about time to head on out of here. And that's how I feel that kind of, oh, suppose so. <laughs> Reckon it's time to hit the old dusty trail. All right. So the next one is a pronunciation one. So how do you say the word uh, spelled C-R-E-E-K? Creek. Crick. Creek. Yeah. Yeah. Crick. I grew up probably calling it Crick more than Creek, but uh in my mind, if it's just the single thing, it's a crick. If it's named, it's usually like something creek. Yeah, yeah. if it's like a street name or a like a, a road or something. One of the, the boroughs of where I live is called Stony Creek. You wouldn't say you wouldn't you just couldn't say Stony Creek. Like you you like phonetically yeah. it didn't work. Uh, but once I started listening to country music in my older age, I started saying crick a little more often yeah. in radio. The one that I always think of is uh, Fishing in the Dark. There's a, mm. a line that says uh, crick. All right. So next one is the game Padiddle. Oh, yeah. I love that game. So you're driving down the road. Uh, you and a, you and someone in the front seat. Uh, if you an oncoming vehicle only has one headlight, one of their headlights is burned out, the first one to punch the ceiling of the car and say padiddle gets to punch the other person. That's how we played it. Is that punch buggy? Like when you see a Volkswagen bug? Yeah, but it's 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 yeah, with the gist being a headlight. Uh a headlight being out. Are headlights being out not against the law in the Midwest? <laughs> no, they are. It's just it's so now now that now that we've said that. Do you drive at night a lot at all? Like I'm assuming, like when you're driving your your drive in or out, is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so pay attention. This next week, I bet you see at least two or three cars over the next week that have one headlight out, and you just you're you're not sub you're not consciously noticing them necessarily. But now that we mentioned the diddle, Actually, I usually am, and I yelled, "Nice headlight, prick." <laughs> now, you, now, now you can say it will hit the roof of your car, but just punch probably, my probably, son. Probably, just probably don't. Yeah, and... probably don't hit your family member. <laughs> uh, but my sorry, Orin. Keith says I, I have a, to. Boop. <laughs> I have uh, I have older twin brothers. They're like they're six years older than me. So I remember riding in the back of the car with them, and when they were sixteen and seventeen, like they would get aggressive, like they fucking lay into each other as hard as they could while driving. And I'm like, well, that seems safe. Like but, uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's that. on cruise control. <laughs> cruise, right. crew, crew control. Four. Do you have another one? 
Yeah. So uh, I guess since the Iowa State Fair is starting soon, uh, the butter cow. Yeah, I know about the butter cow. All right. So it's a big, dumb, giant cow that's made out of butter. But now that's fair because they also have other butter sculptures. Yeah. Don't they do a butter sculpture competition at the Iowa State Fair? I'm not 100% sure. I'm mostly just familiar with the butter cow. Oh, I didn't mean to say it's a big, dumb, stupid cow, but like it is. <laughs> Cows are big, dumb, and stupid. So, uh, but yeah, so it's just a, it's a, a butter cow. A cow made entirely out of butter. Yeah. But I'm fairly certain that there is a competition of a butter statues. I could be wrong. Anybody listening wants to tell me? In past years, I think they've had other things besides the cow there as well. I don't know if there's been a whole like competition on, but now for for clarity, these butter cows aren't full of your uh, your 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 jobs plasma now, are they? No, no, no. They're they're they are just made entirely out of butter. <laughs> I know, I know. Vas- just... Vassal Blitz cows. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was uh, that was, actually, you kind of threw us a curveball there. That was a pretty interesting game. I like uh, that. Yeah, I I gotta commend you. That was actually one of the more fun things I think uh, we've been. Uh, that we've played here for me at least. Yeah. So to our to our future guests, it doesn't have to be a random question. Like you can get us, you can mess with us. You can kind of, you know, we've we played games, we've done this, that, and the other. So you know, keep us on our toes. Dare I say, Big Colty just set the bar. Yeah. Everybody's done really well. It's always been really fun, but I didn't realize we could also do that. Mm-hmm. So good job, Big Colty, man. Good job. Uh, I think I want to wrap it up. You guys ready to wrap it on up? Bring yes. it on downtown. Yeah, I'm ready Absolutely. to dive on in. And... Ready to dive right in, are you? <laughs> dive, dive right into the landing that we're about to do. Let's do it. All right. Um, you can find us at Unpaid and Underrated Podcast on Instagram and unpaidinternpodcast.com. Chances are, if you've made it this far into our uh, incoherent ramblings, you're already following us. But spread the word. Tell your friends. If they're listening to Massonomics and they're not listening to us, go check out the meme I just made because chances are they're missing out on what we do here. And uh, what we do here is essentially expand what I call the Massonomics podcast universe. We we take the the concepts that Massonomics has laid out, the groundwork that they've laid out, but we make it about each other, about our friends, and we try and bring a, you know a little more of a close circle into this giant 350 followers in the Massonomics Discord. And chances are, a lot of the inside jokes you're hearing on the Massonomics podcast might have already been made here the week before. I don't know. I heard rumors. Um, but you can find me at my Instagram, which is Joey underscore Malesco. Uh, Keith, Colty, tell me about your stuff. Golden, we've already got your stuff, but like, tag in, buddy. Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, K Goody sixty six. Um, that's probably the only thing that you'd find me on. <laughs> awesome. Well, we appreciate you having me on for a guest this week, my friend. And hopefully, uh, a lot of people get out there and follow you. Uh, you know, they got to know you a lot better in this last couple hours. So, you know, go follow them on Instagram. And this is Big Keith. You can find me on Instagram, Keith Honeycutt seventy three. Uh, go follow my orange gym, the No Wine Cellar. And until then, we will see you next Tuesday. Oh, you can also find Keith at the No Wine Office.
Yeah, that's where I'm currently. At. Uh, <laughs> and then to, to 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 follow up real quick, I know we're kind of lingering this on. Um, what did you what what did you say? The Massonomic Extended Universe, or whatever. So Massonomics Podcast Universe. It's the MPU. So okay, because I was going to say, how about the the MCU as the Massonomics Crew Universe or something like that? But yeah, that's yeah, that didn't. I like the MCUs because it's kind of funny, and then we can steal there. Well, because it plays in the Marvel one, but like. I, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. You know what? I might start start poking at the guys with that one. Yep, yep, yep. Of course. So, either way, we'll just hear it next week on their podcast. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> they're they're gonna they're gonna play all our games and steal all our overrated <laughs> underrated. It's uh, you know, it's, but I, I commend them. It's it's a lot of work to go for three hundred plus episodes. You know, this is uh, and I know we always jest on what episode we're in, but this is uh, we've been at this for about three and a half months, guys. So we, we really appreciate everyone that's been a part of it as a guest as a fill-in host, as people just helping us out in the Discord, people just downloading and listening to it, people sharing it, you know, this is, we wouldn't be here without you guys, and without your continued support, we probably won't be here, so keep it up. We really need everything we can get from everyone, so uh, again, see you next Tuesday.